Ladies and gentlemen, introducing the worst fucking podcast you've ever heard. Both mics. All right, all right, all right. Thank you so much. That is a wonderful round of applause, studio audience. There, welcome to both mics. Can't hear you at all, Mike. Yeah, let me hit that button real quick there. Ah. Hey, (coughs) what's up, folks? Both mics is a show about nothing and everything. That gentleman over there is Mike Sofka. And that over there is Mike Taylor. And together, we're both mics. See what we did there? Mike's. Welcome to show number 96 of Both Mics Heard Everywhere. Podcasts are heard. Find us live every Friday night around 7 o'clock-ish to about 9 o'clock-ish on twitch.tv slash bothmics. Find us on YouTube, on Anchor, on iHeartRadio, you name it. You can find us on any podcast platform possible. And again, we just added Pod Chaser to the family. Yes, so that shout is- out to Pod Chaser. There's at least 25 different avenues you can catch us, catch our show, catch our podcast. If we're not somewhere that you you like or that you belong, you know, let me know. We'll, we'll see what we can work out there. Yeah, but we'll figure it out. I'm excited about the opportunity with Pod Chaser here. I'm real happy about that. I think that's going to yeah. be good for us. Checks in the mail, right? Yeah, right. So it's a big storm this weekend here. Really? Yeah. It's supposed to be 80 degrees here on Sunday. I know. Crazy, huh? Yeah. Yeah, had no no idea that it was. Uh, oh yeah, in, in the people snow. in the Northeast are going to be all locked down and bundled up and snow and everything else. Yeah, it's going to be wow. horrible. Meanwhile, uh, we're uh, in shorts. Yep. No, I don't know wore, when the last time I wore long pants was. I actually wore pants a, a few times. It, it gets a little chillier up here than down by you, and um, we uh, we actually wore pants. For, it's that Jersey blood's already wore out of you, dude. You're already pussified. Yeah. Yeah. Down in Florida yeah. too long. Yeah. Um, if it's in the 50s, I'm fine. But, you know, having to take the boys to school as early as 7.15 in the morning. Yeah. Uh, you know, to be at work in the dining room at 8 o'clock. Uh, it's a little chilly for, for pants. and uh, Or, yeah, a little chilly for shorts. So a couple days here and there. But uh, winter's over, and we're, we're back to summer here. And uh, they can they can suck it up over there in the in the northeast. Okay, that, I, pic- I got a question. Did you have a yeah. wardrobe change between shows? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. If, you're, if you're watching us live on, on Twitch.tv slash both mics, where we're catching us from the video from live. Uh, Mike has done the share thing. He's done the Barbara Streisand. He's stepped off in between numbers to go change his clothes. Well, I'm in a in a confined room here. <clears throat> And uh, I, I had my Monsters of Rock shirt over this one. Ah, and it was a little okay. too warm. So I, I took the, the Monsters of Rock shirt okay. off. And I have my, my Royal Caribbean shirt on. Imagine that. All and right. uh, the leather hat was a little warm. So I, I switched over to, uh, to my... Well, uh, I thought you were trying out to be a new lead singer of Judas Priest or something. I didn't know. Is, does he change his clothes a lot? No, no he, he wears, wears a black... Uh, Hey, the black you know, leather cap, yeah, yeah, and the black, black leather thing. Then I found out he's a pole smoker, and it all made sense. He smokes Polish people. Yes, yes sir. That's, that's what he does. Okay. Exactly. Yeah, I'm just checking. Hey, there's, there's a, a new thing opening up at Disney soon. Yeah, I bet, I bet you, you can't wait to take the kids on this, Mike. Um, is this that new Galactic Hotel? Yeah, pretty crazy, isn't it? Uh, as far as pricing, yes. yes. <laughs> we it's talked about crazy. this in the past. But <laughs> this is coming around. Yeah, it's the first of its kind experience from Disney aimed to bring guests into the Star Wars with a two-night immersive experience. Your destination, I don't know how they say this, Halcyon, Halcyon, a luxury ship operated by Trangilla Starline. While aboard, you interact with characters and crew members and entangle yourself in different storylines and events. This is according to Nervous.com. Nervous joined an early preview voyage of the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser. And we're here to break down every aspect, yada, yada. It's a good article by Nervous. You ought to go check it out. But I want to pop up a few of these pictures. And while I do this, Mike, I want to hear your feedback as somebody who has kids. And for the pricing I saw on this is pretty outrageous. I mean, Disney has figured out a way, but... 
What are your thoughts as a Disney-going parent, as a parent who has little kids and, you know, shit gets expensive? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> well, here's, here's the thing. It's completely immersive. So the way they describe it is that, like, you have to go and you have to play as a character your entire time while you were trying to relax on on vacation. I can't see spending, what is it, it's over four grand to, like, not be able to just go and chill out and you have to, like, be a part of this. Yeah, I'm not I'm not a, an interactive uh, gamer Dungeons & Dragons kind of guy, so... But I guess I this just, is, like, a thing where you're staying. The hotel is the... It becomes you go into another room or whatever, and that becomes the spaceship and this whole thing. You're in it, man. It's like staying yep. in, going to Universal or whatever, and going to the Harry Potter thing, but living there for a day or two. Yeah, not 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 my thing. <laughs> well, I'm punching up some very colorful pictures and some good pictures of some stuff, and I'm going to take them backwards to forward here from where I put them up. Yeah. If you're on twitch.tv slash both mics or you're here in the podcast, go ahead and switch on over to YouTube or the website, bothmics.com. You'll catch the the pictures here. There's some colorful pictures. Um, there's three pictures up right now. One's of an R2 unit. Looks a little different. Is that what they call that? Obviously, it's not yes. R2-D2. It's an R2 right. unit. It's a different one. Yep. Okay. Correct. And then I don't know what to call these three characters in the middle here. These are some sort of alien characters. I don't know what that... You, you... Well, the, the one in the middle is obviously Jeffrey Bezos. Yes, yes, exactly. exactly. I can tell from here that's Jeffrey we Bezos. We should have been doing the alien update here. What am I thinking? <coughs> and then on the right is the view outside from like the, the ship's deck or what have you where they're actually driving the boat and asking for more power and stuff like that. So, all right. This Ooh, one caught my crazy. eye. Look at that. There's some sort of... It's a drink that's smoking like... It's got dry ice in it. And there's like sprigs of parsley, leaf. There's some sort of slimy looking objects in there. It looks like they put a strawberry in there for you, Mike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't know what that is. But I guess you're supposed to eat it. Is it possibly sushi? I, I guess, dude. I, I'm, I'm lost with this one. Yeah. Interesting. Anyway, let me pull a couple of these down here. Who is that guy? That guy was a character in one of the shows here. He's yeah, obviously yeah. Uh, I, I, I don't remember any of the names of the characters. You know, especially the you know the offbeat secondary characters. I don't remember. Right. I'm sure it's it's Emerald something. Emerald something. And then here's it. another picture they show. Uh, looks like you're getting lessons on how to uh, use your lightsaber. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't want lessons of how to use my lightsaber, right. especially when it's it's not a real lightsaber. It's just you know some plastic thing. And then here you got like a family talking to some sort of robot it's, through some sort. It's of Mr. Pen. Coffee. It's who? Mr. Coffee and Mr. Yes. Coffee is right next to Mr. Radar. Yes, because exactly. I always drink coffee when I'm watching Radar. Nice. And here's a, a scene looks like from that bar, the famous bar scene where all the yeah. creatures are and stuff. Yep. It yeah. looks cool, dude. If I had four grand just burning a hole in my pocket, I might I might give it a shot. I might see. Uh, I don't know. For, for what? Two nights? So is this the thing where, like, the only people that would be here on this thing would be, like, the Big Bang Theory cast or what? Yeah. Yeah, people like that. Or, or people that, you know, want to wanna burn four grand. You know, and, and are you... Are you spending the four grand because your kids really want to go to see Star Wars? Well, hotel? let's be clear. It's it's $4,809 yeah. for two people in a standard cabin. That's not saying you're going Mac Daddy with the extra stuff or the packages and photo pass and all this other right. stuff that you right. get. Yeah, but are our children, well, my children, that much into Star Wars that they want to that, that they're going to pressure mom and dad into spending ninety six hundred and eighteen dollars to go to this for four. <laughs> some people have that kind of jack, you know. Some people yeah. are able to do that, and God bless them for being able to do it. I just think Disney constantly reinvents itself, and I like that. It's kind of like that show South Park on TV. Every time I watch that, I'm like, oh my god, I can't believe they went there. How did they go so far? They'll never top that, and then boom, they top it again. They top it again. Right, so right. Disney's figuring out a way to extract money from people 
And I think they're doing a good job of it, but you're right. I don't know if it's for me, but shit, if I if I if I rolled like that, I might have to go check it out. I'm surprised they didn't invite us for the premiere. Right. I was, was there that? last week, you know? Yeah. Yeah, no, I not really interested. I'm not I'm a, a big Star Wars fan. You know, I I have yet to go to Hollywood Studios to check out the new you know Star Wars land that they they made. Uh, it's on the short list of things to do, but yeah, forty eight hundred dollars. <clears throat> and also, I was listening to uh, to another uh, a blog that a video blog that a guy does and it's exclusively to Disney, and he he was getting some kind of vibe with reservations that. Disney wasn't doing as well as they thought they would with the uh, with the uh, this hotel, so yeah, and it's to be expected. You, you you got a very small niche market, you know. You got the higher end of people that like one particular series of movies. This is kind of like going to a Renaissance fair, but not being able to leave. <laughs> you know, this is LARPers, yeah. you know, live action role players, you know, and they're getting paid. See, Mom, yep. I told you all these years of LARPing would pay off. Now I'm at Disney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, another place that you won't see me going is a Renaissance Festival for that exact reason. You know, it, it, it takes a certain kind of person to be the hokey reenactor of of whatever this is how we made horseshoes back in the day i'm the blacksmith oh hold on my blackberry's ringing hold on i mean really you know you ever see that you ever been in one of those places and somebody's wearing a wristwatch or something (laughs) yeah no i I haven't i haven't gone to yeah Yeah. because it's hokey it's a little little too hokey for me i get it i get it now we know where the line is that's so yeah what are these mike um that is a, a pearl on a marble countertop. Very close. This is according to LiveScience.com. The China rover spots strange glass spheres on the far side of the moon. Scientists think the spheres were made by a recent meteor impact. China's ah. U-2-2 rover has spotted two strange glass spheres on the far side of the moon, glistening like translucent pearls against the moon's dry and dusty landscape. The lunar spirals are the first of their kind to be found on the lunar surface and formed fairly recently, researchers say. I think that the alien craft that's already on the dark side of the moon dropped some ball bearings out of their engine or some shit. That's what that is. Is it is it saying that that marker on the bottom there that it's point five centimeters of a five centimeters? Yeah. Oh, it says five, not point five. My bad. Yeah. <clears throat> so how the hell did they find something that's literally a half a centimeter small? It probably had a reflection or something stood out, maybe yeah. shiny. If it's glass, it'll reflect. But it's the dark side of the moon. What's it? What's going to reflect? Maybe the maybe the rover thing has has a light on it, being there that side of the moon's not lit up. Or maybe right. they have one of those cameras where you can take a picture and make the even though it's dark, it looks light. You know, right? I got Shoot. that on my phone. I'm sure they got on that that on the Chinese rover. Now wait a second, Miss uh, Information was here in the last show. Am I allowed to say Chinese rover? Um, yes. Okay, just checking. Yes. I'm sure I'll get so, an email from her later if I'm not. So is that a Chinese dog? Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, yes, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. All right, here's the deal. The U-2-2 rover, whose name means Jade Rabbit in Mandarin, was launched from China's Change 4 Lunar Lander in January. Yada, 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 yada. Rover taking... Okay, this is boring science talk. Nobody wants to hear this crap. We're moving on. Basically, they found some ball bearings on the dark side of the moon. Story later. (laughs) Next. All right, this is pretty pretty funny because we talked about this. It's not funny, the situation, but there's some places in this country, this is according to thestreet.com, where some sobering news is coming to light. Tesla, Ford... And General Motors get some very sobering news, that is. Again, according to the street.com, the Utah Senate 
following the local House of Representatives has passed a law penalizing drivers who are arrested for driving under the influence even with the symptom systems activated. The law is less likely to dissuade some consumers from acquiring one of these systems which car manufacturers general offer, generally offer by subscription. So basically, there's an argument. They're saying under the bill, a driver who a activates the self-driving feature while under the influence violates the law. I say he couldn't have been that drunk if he turned on the fucking self-driving thing. Right? Well, I get you know, you got to make a law. Well, that's what they you, did. You, you got to make a standard for it. Yeah. Yeah. Regardless of whether or not the system works. You know, you still have to be sober. Yeah. They say that a driver can be cited for DUI because someone still has to be in charge of the vehicle while the systems are activated. Yeah, that makes sense. You know? That's like that job they give college athletes. Your job, we're going to pay you six grand a week. Your job is to make sure that the field is watered. What time does the field get watered? 7 a.m. in the morning. Great. He shows up at 7 a.m. in the morning and... The lawn's already getting watered. The sprinklers are all on. So he goes to the guy who's in charge of the place and says, hey, I'm here at 7 o'clock, but the sprinklers are already on. He goes, yeah, they're automatic. Go home. That's like one of those deals, you know? They're, they're, right. It's crazy, dude. Anyway. Anyway. Don't go to Utah with your Tesla in self-driving mode if you've been drinking all that fine moonshine they make in the Mormons of Utah. Yeah, do, do yourself a favor and just don't go to Utah. <laughs> it's supposed to be a, a beautiful place, dude. I was thinking yeah, about Yeah, oh, I would imagine. Uh, you know, Monument uh, National Park and all that, beautiful area. But, yeah, we, we, we've worked in places where we, we deal with a lot of people from around the country and around the world. And Utah is one of the, the top four where people are just out of their mind. Well, yeah, there ain't shit to do there, dude. You'd yeah. go crazy, too. You might as well be in Antarctica. Hey, folks, how you doing? My name's Mike. I'm going to be your server tonight. Where are you all from? Utah. Oh, okay. Great. Thanks for coming. I'll be back. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite was, hey, everybody, how you doing? Cheers. Hey, uh, do you have any, now, are they crisp or are they chips? And I'm like, oh, shit, you're kidding me. Stop. Mike, come here. Let me let's take a walk through Epcot. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, the stories over here. We have IT, not TP. Yes, yes. See, you should have asked Miss Information Miss... if that was racist or not. She would have told you. Did you almost say Miss Opportunity? Almost. Yes, I like that. We may have to get Miss Opportunity <laughs> on here with Miss Information. I thought it was the same person. Could be. Could be. I've never seen them in the same room at the same time. <laughs> like Billy Idol and Jim Morrison? Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Or Janet I, I and Michael with, Jackson? I worked, with, I worked with somebody at one point, and they told me that Jim Morrison and Billy Idol were the same person. And no. I'm like, yeah, well, Sam Kinison and Meatloaf are the same person then. <laughs> I saw somebody had a meme for Meatloaf out already, and it had uh, it was like a split picture, and yeah. the left half was a picture of Meatloaf all sweaty, hair stuck to his face singing, and the picture uh, to the right was an urn, and it said Meatloaf and then leftovers, and I thought that was nice. Yeah, too soon, too soon. I don't think so. I don't think yeah. so. This is our boy, Dave Grohl. I like hey. everything this guy does is gold. I everything. made lasagna! Yeah, yeah, that's my favorite. Lasagna! He's got a movie coming out. They they threw the yeah, commercial yeah. out at uh, during the Super Bowl. And Lisa was trying to tell me that that commercial was for the Foo Fighters movie. And I was like, they didn't even show the Foo Fighters. They didn't play any of the Foo Fighters. And she read it somewhere. And sure enough, Dave Grohl's out. Making a tour, you know, on Variety.com, Dave Grohl says, Studio 666, that's the movie, I guess, and recording a metal album as a fictional band, Dream Widow. So, he's playing a role, and for that role, Foo Fighters is stepping out of what they normally do, and they put out a metal album. What do you think? 
Um, I'm sure it's got to be better than the, the Bee Gees album they did. Yeah, I was a bit disappointed with that. I think we yeah. commented about that on one of their early shows, didn't we? Yep. Yeah, we did. Um, I didn't know it was uh, metal metal related. I knew it was a movie, but I heard it was like, like a horror movie or something. And yeah, I also heard I mean, it was it was horrible. Well, like Rob Zombie, you know, he has that whole zombie personality. He makes horror films. Plus, right. he's got that. It's it's. I think it's more of a driving rock and roll, but it's. I guess you would consider it metal. I don't know. Yeah, hard rock, heavy metal. Anyway, hey, um, it be interesting, I guess. I like I like Dave Grohl. You know, uh, never liked him because of Nirvana. Despised Nirvana the whole nine yards, and uh, and really didn't know who he was until the Foo Fighters when they did the song for Godzilla back in like '97. And uh, yeah, it should be good. Like I like his concert videos where you know he brings people up on stage. And um, let him play guitar or sing or play yeah, drums. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, like Kiss Guy. And he, he, yeah. <laughs> the way he interacts with him is pretty funny. Yeah. So, so from a personal standpoint, I like him. I like a, you know a few of their songs. You know, would I would I go if I got a free concert ticket? Sure. Yeah. Well, this uh, this movie, uh, Dave Grohl portrays a guy in this band called Dream Widow. And then they further, they took it a, a step stretch. further and said, well, we'll just release an album as this band as well. So uh, confusion on my part. I don't know if the album's really named from the Foo Fighters or what, but look for Studio 666. That's the movie. He was in a movie before I saw the Tenacious D movie. The, really? The Guitar Pick of Glory or whatever they call that. He played <laughs> the uh, devil character. They did like okay. a devil went down to Georgia thing, and he was the devil character. He, he was uh, really good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, lasagna. everything that guy touches is good, yeah. I made lasagna. That's great. What? Her name is Tanya? What? <clears throat> and and for what, like a, a half a second, uh, the lead singer from Metallica is in that commercial? In the bathtub? Like literally, like how long was he on set to, to do it? Yeah, right. Second? They yeah, you um get a phone that one in. There's a guy that just died not long ago. I think his name was James Langeman or something. I, I don't have okay. it in front of me here. He played in Queens of Stone Age with Dave Grohl for a while, and the guy just died. Um, now, picture this: when Queens of the Stone Age is happening, this is Pat post Nirvana post. Kurt Cobain's death, all this, around the time we were working at the RFC. That was Queens of Stone Age's big heyday, so a little right. over 20 years ago, okay? I, I've heard of him, and I had no idea that Dave Grohl was in the band. Oh, yeah, I'm a big fan. He was he was in and out of the band. Even when he was in on the albums, he couldn't tour necessarily because of his other obligations with Foo Fighters, etc. But he was in the videos. He was an integral part of the band. Guitar, sing, drums? All that. Okay. Um, but there was a couple other guys in there equally as talented, so they've kind of moved around, I guess. But long story short, <laughs> so Dave Grohl, the first time he meets this guy I'm talking about that, that died from Queens of Stone Age, first time he meets him, he didn't play music with him, but he was over at this guy's house for a function or something. This guy didn't get to meet him, I guess. Dave Grohl ends up crashing on the guy's couch. Dude wakes up in the morning scratching his balls. He's like, who the hell are you? Can you imagine waking <laughs> up and having Dave Grohl pass out on your couch? And what's right. the first thing you say? You don't say, Dave Grohl, oh my God. You don't say, oh, you were Nirvana. You don't say anything. You go, who the hell are you? Really? <laughs> really? <laughs> was, it a, was it a power move? I don't think so. They ended up playing together in, uh, in the thing. I'm sure he knew. If I, I would know the fucking Nirvana drummer. Sleeping on my couch, you know? Right. Come on. Let's go, people. It's not that hard. <laughs> anyway, I like the thing he did. you ever see a thing he did, uh, Dave Grohl, called Sound City? No. You ought to look that up on YouTube. And it's like uh, the Sound City studio, and he recorded some songs there. He did a, a song with Rick Nielsen, and Rick really? was shredding the guitar on this thing. And <clears throat> Then he was like, oh, I didn't even prepare. I just went in and played and all this. I'm like, really, dude? But 
Right. It's like an hour and 20 minutes or whatever. It's like a little video. It's like a documentary style almost. It's pretty good. It really is. But you, well, get, yeah. you get to you see play it behind guitar. the music. Yeah, you play guitar for 50 years. You know, how much preparing do you need? Right, exactly. Well, it's like that time I met uh, this guy. He and I got hired on at the same place back in 2009, I think. Same day. So we're there filling out paperwork together. And I'm like, so... What'd you do before this? And he tells me, and I'm like, oh, right. What do you do when you're not working here? He goes, oh, I'm in a band. And I was like, oh, yeah, cool. Maybe I'll come catch you guys when you practice or something. Maybe I'll see. Because I'm thinking this guy's not in a band. You know, he don't look like right. he's in a band. He looks like, he looks worse than me. He looks more square than me, okay? he There's no fucking way this guy's in a band. And so I go, yeah, maybe when you guys are practicing or something, sometime I can come over and check you out. And he goes, practice? No, we don't practice. We just show up and play. We've been playing together for 35 years. And I'm like, oh, okay, never mind. Wow. Sorry. Holy crap. And sure yeah. enough, they're really tight. Shout out to shout out to Crane, John Crane, and Somp City. That's uh, Sons of Maitland, Florida. Or at least that's what they told their parents. It was really sit on my face or something like that. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Like Kiss with Knights of Satan service. Yes, yes, exactly. No, they had a big following, and they've been I up until last year or so. They would do at least one or two shows around the holiday season at these like Cheers and these other places, and um, you know they had a, they had a true following. I guess in when they were in school, they were like the band that everyone went to see, and right, right. Well, that's cool. Yep, 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 yep. So turns out. We've talked about this before, too. But the Simpsons predicted the Russian invasion of Ukraine back in 1999. Of course they did. Yeah, oh. they had Trump coming down the elevator, running for president. <laughs> yeah, if you, if you throw enough mud at the wall, something sticks. This is coordinated in NewYorkPost.com. The Simpsons <laughs> predicted the very sad Russian invasion of Ukraine. Following the tragic event, astute Twitter users and the 1998 episode in a prophetic series called Simpson Tide. In it, Homer accidentally fires a submarine captain into Russian waters during a military exercise, prompting a newly resuscitated Soviet Union to deploy troops and tanks to the streets and instantly resurrect the Berlin Wall. (laughs) <laughs> okay yeah you can look this up online it's you know if you're if if you're like 30 years old or younger you have no idea what i'm talking about i get it you're like who who's the simpsons why is this right. old man yawning during his show <laughs> you watch the simpsons mike um not in a dog's age really will you let I your kids watch the simpsons no, they they got better things to do. <clears throat> okay, they're into uh, you know the Paw Patrol and uh, and uh, that's racist, Mike. Paw Patrol's racist. Of course it is, and uh, you know all the the new things that kids are into. Yeah. So no more Barney around. Remember with the other kids, you had Barney, right? Yeah, yeah. That was, was the thing with my daughter, my my oldest, not so much. Yeah, I think he missed the uh, the wheelhouse for that. So it was more of a, more of a mid, early eight nineties thing where he was older and out of that age by then. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he's a, he was more of the the Ninja Turtle thing. Ah, yeah, the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. Yes. All right. Yup. All right. So there's an interesting picture I'm going to show you here in a second. Okay. And this is almost like a get-off-my-lawn situation, but I'm not going to go all the way there with this. Okay. This is a guy attempting to steal a crossbow from a store. This is a snapshot from a security camera. He's sticking a crossbow down his pants. Correct. And he's wearing a mask and a hat, so you can't tell who he is. Of course not. So he's at, like, some sort of... Uh, big box type store where and now he's looks like he's in his shoe aisle but he's carrying a crossbow and he's sticking it down in front of his pants while he's pretending to look back at shoes as he's walking along there so yeah here's my question 
was the safety on? I need to know, like, <laughs> like how obviously he's skilled. I mean, did, now, did he get charged with carrying a concealed weapon? Did he get charged with carrying two concealed weapons? Right. I don't yeah. Know. I, did, did he even make it out of the store? This is you in know? Mims, Florida, according to Patch.com. There you go, Mims. That's all, that's all I had to say, right? Mims. Brevard, Brevard oh. County Sheriff Wayne Ivey said on Facebook, quote, you can't make this stuff up. According to the sheriff's office, on February 6, 2022, employees at the True Value store in Mims discovered that two crossbows had been stolen from the store. After reviewing video surveillance footages, workers observed a man walking into the store, stealing a pair of cutting tools off the shelf, then cutting the zip ties off a Raven Rio crossbow. Wow. Deputies say the man, later identified as Darren Durant, can be seen walking around a corner from where the crossbows were shelved and then stuffing the crossbow down the front of his pants so he could walk out the store undetected. Durant was located a couple days later in a parking lot of a nearby Walgreens. Believe it or not, Durant actually fled on foot when he observed Deputy Michael Lindo. Although, as you might imagine, after seeing the video, he didn't get very far. Durant is currently in the Seminole County Jail on unrelated burglary charge. However, now he's facing charges in Brevard County for felony theft. Wow. Yeah, so uh, I guess some people leave, you know, leave their life this way and they just freaking steal everything. You know? Well, there is that trend, especially out on the left coast where... They won't prosecute anything less than a thousand bucks. So people are like, walk. That's why Walgreens shut a bunch of places, especially in California. Wow. Like businesses closed up because they're powerless. They can't do anything. If they touch them, they're going to get sued. So these right. people are bringing in trash bags and stuff and just loading up with shit and just walking right out the door. And I'm like, how? I, 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 uh, yeah, buddy. Yeah, well, California is. California is a, a unique place. It needs to it needs to fall off into the ocean already. Yes, sir. That is correct. Yeah. So I four this weekend is opening up express lanes. So if you're listening, you're yes. outside the Central Florida area. Tell them about I four in general, Mike. Um, I four goes north and south, but it's supposed to go east and west. What and, kind of uh, joy do you get when you drive on I-4? <laughs> yeah. Um, when I first moved there in 99, I was like, you know what they need to do? They need to make an upper deck in Sanford and make it go all the way to Disney. This way, people coming down who are tourists who don't want to go to downtown Orlando just go upstairs and drive from Sanford to Disney. By just make Disney pay for it. Hey. Here, put up a friggin' uh, what? Are, what's the giant thing on the tracks? The uh, the big train they have, uh, monorail. The monorail. Yeah. yeah, put a monorail at Disney. You pay for it. How about that? That's that's exactly what I was thinking back in 1999. So what? Like eight years ago, they get the idea that they're going to expand mm-hmm. these lanes, and uh, you know, there's no there's no room to move vertically, mm-hmm. vertically, horizontally. Horizontally, you know. yeah. Um, you know, because of all the buildings and everything, but somehow they found the way to do it. I guess they did eminent domain or whatever the case may be to make express lanes for tolls. Now they're going to charge you for these two extra lanes. Well, this is what they do in Atlanta and a lot of other places with a lot of traffic. And these lanes are very popular. And during like rush hour, the toll may be four hours and 75 cents or whatever. Yep. But during when it's not rush hour, you can ride in that lane. When you could perfectly ride in a good lane in front of you that you're in, the four lanes that you have, you can yep. ride in those two for like a quarter instead of like four seventy five. So there's peak in demand, yep. and uh, I think it's a I think it's a good thing. But how many more tolls are they going to charge us when when these toll roads? I don't think you were here, or maybe you were here uh, back in Central Florida. I'm talking about the the eighties, the late eighties, early nineties. They put up these toll roads in central Florida and they're like, don't worry. We're just going to have tolls until we pay off the debt from putting these roadways in. Then there won't be any more bullshit. Those tolls became another revenue source for the state, for the County, right. for everybody else. So yeah. they just didn't went through this never ending cycle of keep building, well, yeah, keep they, building. And, 
and they said that, well, we need to maintain these roads, yes. and this revenue is to maintain <laughs> yes. these roads. Like, all yes. right, so you're you're taking from the left pocket and putting it in the right pocket. Uh, I get it now. Yeah, well, Jersey's the same way. Supposedly, they're also going to do like a speed train or something through Central Florida along I four as part of I four in the middle there. So I don't understand this diagram, this picture. Picture I have up is is from the relevant information here. It, it's showing four traffic lanes going uh, one way, four traffic lanes going the other way on each side, and in the middle there's two lanes and two lanes, and those are the express lanes. And right. they're they're very specific on this image, and this is curious to me. The lanes say. They're showing you the diagram that these are the non-told lanes. Those are on the outside. The four lanes in the middle are two and two. Two going one way, two going the other way. But it's specific. It says the express lanes are concrete pavement. Yeah. What's the difference in that? Why? What is that better? Is that worse? Why? Why am I paying more for that? Maybe they they just didn't want to put toll road there. Yeah. You know. There you go. Put the positive spin on it. Yes. Yep. Um, and. There's some areas where this particular concrete pavement like twists and turns in very odd ways. And well, I can't, I, I don't know. I, it takes I, a long time for concrete to cure. It takes a lot longer than they give it. It could take up to two months or so for concrete to really cure. So they do that on 441 in the Apopka area in Central Florida. And you're riding down a road near this, uh, you know, old country airport. And you hear, da-da, da-da. You know, your tires hitting each yep. section of the concrete. And I'm like, really? You, you ever drive down a road like that where you have to go to the bathroom real bad? No. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't recommend it. I don't recommend it. Uh, yeah. Interstate 84 in New York was like that. And there was a day where I was caught in traffic and uh, just finished a, a 7-Eleven Big Gulp. And I had to go to the bathroom and I get on this road and and I had to pee like you wouldn't believe. Not fun. I don't recommend it. There's there's but, uh, been times though over the years where, you know, I four has been I've been stuck on I four for like trying to make a fifteen minute ride, forty five minutes and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh my god, pulling a hair out of my head. Back in the day, they had two two lanes on four, and then as you were heading into downtown, it spread to three lanes. Then when you got just before the downtown exit, they had a separate exit added right next to it with two lanes so you could get off and those exits and people could get back on. And I always thought, oh, man, this is cool. And my mom used to get mad at me. You know, I was an adult living outside the house, but if we would go somewhere together or something, I would take the toll roads. And she would go, I don't know why you're paying these tolls. You got free roads right here. I'm like, yeah, and I'm paying for time. I'm not paying right. for the road. I'm paying for my time. It sucks, <laughs> but I'd rather pay the 50 cents than sit there for 40 minutes, you know? Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Yeah, the, uh, we got, we have a, one of those easy pass things and we have it. It's in my car. And yeah. we, uh, when we went to Miami, we used it. And of course, last week when we went down to see the mouse, uh, we had to make a divert onto 408 and 429, which are toll roads, and we didn't have the flipping uh, uh, easy pass with us. Mm. So we get well, on they do 408. toll by plate, don't they? You just run it uh, and send you? I have no idea. I, I, I pulled off and, and paid the cash. And, and literally, there was two toll booths on 408, which were like two miles from each other, literally two miles. And it was like a $1.50 and a $1.50. So like within a two-mile stretch there, it was, uh, it was literally $3. So I'm like, okay, why not just make one toll booth and call it $3? That's funny. You know, the, uh, it reminds me of um, back in the day, maybe 25 years ago, I think the 417 had just been complete out to Sanford. So you could go from Orlando, you go all the way out by UCF, and then you could go to Sanford, you'd go over this big bridge, and the massive alligator-infested water. Yeah. Uh, Lake is it Lake Jessup? I think so. Yeah, 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 yeah. You sometimes when you're riding on that bridge, you look out and it looks like a bunch of logs in the water. No, those aren't ten and twelve foot logs. Those are alligators. Yeah. So my under, my understanding is when you get the uh, the alligator trappers trap an alligator, that's where they bring them. Ah, that's ah. what I understood. So, so 
you get so one night I was traveling and usually when you get to Sanford it was a toll booth and this is going back to before e-pass was even really a big thing this is how long it was 25 30 years ago whatever so I'm driving and I get to this toll thing and normally there's like three or four toll booths there's one open and I get it it's like 1 30 in the morning okay right but there's a line there's like six cars okay okay and I'm like all right so then it slowly moves and then it slowly moves. Then it slowly moves. I got like 10 minutes in this line for five cars to get through there. And I'm like, what are they doing? Is this guy counting change wrong? What's going on? The guy. So I rolled down my window because the guy in front of me is now taking an exceptional long time. And this is what I hear. Yeah, can you tell me how to get to Los Angeles, California from here? Wow. I, I about lost my mind, dude. I yelled out and went, get the F out of the way. Fucking take I-10. I mean, I was going on, dude. Wow. Yeah. I mean, is that... So I think there's etiquette with that stuff, you know, but yeah. now it's kind of not really etiquette because most people just do the toll thing where it's, you never see it, you never know it. It's on a sticker on your car. So your E-Pass, it's not a little sticker or it's a little... I have the little suction cup thing. Oh, I, yeah, I opted, yeah. I opted for the suction cup thing. This way we can move it from one car to the other. I, I was doing that too, but they it got to the point recently where mine wasn't working properly, and they made me get a sticker. They said, yeah, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> I was like, ah. This is like switching wow. phones. They make you keep switching phones. I right, see. right. I see. Yeah. Anyway, there's tolls all over the place now, and you don't even think about them. You just drive in in the car, you hear beep, or you don't even hear it. Yep. You're like, there goes $4. Anyway, I think yeah. they should make a toll when you get off at Bucky's. <laughs> when you pull in the parking lot? Yes, yes, there's a toll. Yeah, quarter. Wow. Yeah, and it's payable to me. Actually, what we need to do is we need to get out there and set up shop. Hey, how you doing? You going to Bucky's today? Yeah, it'll be 25 cents. What? Yeah, just give me the quarter. Move on. Yeah, put it in the basket. Okay, yeah, so two... I do that with 10 people. I got, some, I got what, 25 bucks? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, 250 You know what I mean. Yeah. Um, I missed yeah, you, one you, question you go from, on the map. From New York, from New York yeah. to Florida, <clears throat> it used to be... You can go from New York to Washington, D.C. for like $14 in tolls. Hmm. But to go from New York to Florida, it's still $14 in tolls. Yeah, because uh, there's no tolls south of of uh, Washington, D.C. At least that was back in the 90s. Yeah. I think these E-Pass type companies are kind of consolidating and helping each other out. Remember back in the day when Visas and the ATMs came out and you you have to go to your specific bank brand. Like they weren't channeled together. If yep. you banked at yep. NCNB or wherever, you know, you had to go to that bank and then... Then you could only then you could look on the back of your card and see a symbol for like some sort of unifying type thing where yeah it was, it was different it was banks called, it was called plus they had different banks and then you know there's share branching and all kinds of stuff they have now uh, and and the Visa logo basically united everything yeah and uh, and took care of that so the only place I have a problem using a credit card is Costco Why? Costco only accepts Visa card. Oh, Visa, not MasterCard? Yeah, I think it used to be MasterCard, or it used to be Amex. And <clears throat> of all my credit cards, um, I only have one Visa. They're all MasterCards, even even uh, the freaking bank ones well, are, are MasterCard. We go to a big box store. We go to uh, Sam's. I don't like going to Sam's. I don't like going to, I don't like going anywhere. I don't like, I don't like it. But there's certain times and certain things you have to do, you know. So I'll go to Sam's as opposed to Walmart. And I'll get one or two key things from Sam's in bulk. And, you know, if they, something else catches our eye, we'll get it, whatever. Yeah, but same here. The thing that we like to do is on the way out, and I was fascinated by this because we got a, a credit card that's a Sam's credit card. And okay. you don't have to have the Sam's credit card to do this, but you, as your mem part of your membership, you use the app. 
Now, remember in the last show you were talking about Disney and you didn't like using the app. Well, right. this one's going to save you time. Because while there's 65 people in line and they're letting one go through the thing to this line, to that line, you know, there's 65 people in line, you check yourself out. Beep, 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 beep. You scan all the crap in your cart. You hit total. It pays the bill and prints up the coupon. Just displays the, the yes, Receipt? they paid. And then you take that to the checker old person at the door, and they randomly pick three items with their phone. They scan your code, then they take their phone, and they randomly pick three items that are in your cart. And if all three have been rung up, they say, have a nice day. Wow. So I'm trying to learn where they don't look and look on the cart. So maybe I could get, you know, a side of beef out of there or something. I'll scan with something, get a nice, you know, rack of ribs. Well, I mean, I'm still stuck with the idea. If I go to a store, even a big box store, if I have to check myself out, I should be entitled to one free item. I don't think I'm asking for a lot. No, no. And play the numbers like that. You know, they would they would probably win out in the in the end. Plus, I'm sure I I may or may not fit a profile of somebody that might do that or somebody they may suspect of doing that. I'm the old crazy guy. Oh, I must have missed that. Sorry, Sonny. You know, right. But it's a twelve hundred dollar laptop. <laughs> <laughs> That's an iPad no. Pro. What are you talking about? <laughs> it is some funny yeah. stuff here. So, uh, a Florida woman caused a big scene. No. Yes, eighty-five-year-old woman. Jeez. Guess okay. what she did? Um, hit the gas pedal instead of the brake. Something very much like that. Imagine now, mind that. You, I have to go to New York to get this story, according to NewYorkPost.com, so it must be true. Elderly Florida woman drives into outdoor diners, killing one and injuring six. Wow, can you imagine, dude? Just trying to eat my damn dinner. See, Freaking... that's why I don't like working on the patio. And, and Grandma Dynamite <laughs> comes along and hits the wrong damn pedal. One person was killed and six others injured when a car plowed into the outdoor dining area of a Florida cafe on Thursday night, cops said. An elderly woman behind the wheel was trying to parallel park but accelerated, sending the car barreling into patients of the Call Me Gabby in South Beach section of Miami Beach just after 6 p.m. A child was among the injured. Photos of the scene shared to social media show a large emergency response along busy Washington Avenue in the south of 5th neighborhood. The Palm Tree Line thoroughfare was closed due to, tra to traffic as police investigated. Somebody else says they contributed to the story via their tweet. I'm never eating outside of a restaurant on a busy street again. I just watched a car back into people eating outside on Miami Beach. Wow. Have you eat outside like that? You and I have before together. Yeah, well, I've, I've worked outside on patios yeah. in, in more than one restaurant. But, uh, yeah, I, I'm not a fan of, of eating outside, especially when it's when it's hot. You know, right. the, the kids like it. The missus likes it. The kids are like, can we eat outside? And I'm like, eh. Well, at the RFC, it was cool because usually you got six or more and it was an autograd. And oh, yeah. people were happy because they didn't have to wait three hours for the inside. They could get in in 40 minutes or whatever on a patio. No, it was, it was all the tables were, were six or more, you know. Yeah. Yep. And you got closed early, so you were the first one at the bar. You were the first one cut. And uh, slept, you slept and get out the door. And I just didn't like it from the heat aspect, like you said. That's the only shifts I would ever get on a patio. And I'm like, yeah, no, I'm trading up. I'll trade to a lead. Give me the lead section. I'll do that. Right. Yeah, I, I did patio all the time, especially on Friday and Saturday. You right. know, you work you work all week, and Friday and Saturday, you know, you, you get out a little bit earlier, make the same money. I can remember before me and uh, the lovely Lisa were married. Uh, she had to move to the ATL for a little while, and I, I would work like double shifts, like Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Then I'd, I'd make like an ungodly amount of money. I won't say how much it was, but if you work Friday and Saturday double, you can make an easy yeah. three hundred bucks each day. Yeah. And then Sunday, if you did the same thing, you could do it again. And it was like, wow, I made four figures over these three days here. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm going to drive to Atlanta and fucking blow it all. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I'm going to take a, take a Spirit Airlines flight. Well, yeah. 
$39 each way. Yeah, those were the days, man. That was that was fun. That was a lot of fun. So, out in uh, California. Yes? Ah, I wasn't going to do this story yet. I'll do this story. All right, I'll do it. According to NBCNews.com, so this must be true, a black bear suspected in seventh seven-month California crime wave turns out to be three bears DNA shows. Authorities okay. initially said a 500-pound bear known locally as Hank the Tank was, res- was responsible for breaking into dozens of homes in South Lake Tahoe. Breaking Hank the, the Tank homes. has accomplices. <laughs> a black bear thought to be responsible for forcefully entering nearly 30 homes and 152 reports of conflict behavior in South Lake Tahoe, California over the past seven months is in fact at least three bears. See now, where I went with this was they need to get Goldilocks ass out there real quick. She can narrow down which one likes it too hot, which one likes right. it too cold. Yeah, when I heard three sure. bears. While recent incidents of bears invading homes were originally thought to be a single bear, DNA evidence collected from the most recent incident, as well as prior inf- incidents over the past several months, proved that at least three bears. So here's a picture of this 500-pound bear called Hank the Tank. Wow. That's a huge bear, dude. That is a big bear. He's breaking now, into homes and empty refrigerators, I bet. Now, here's the thing. Um... Could he be framing two other bears? I I bet it's Trump's fault. <laughs> or it's Putin. Putin's invading to... us from California. Don't they equate Russia with the bear? They um yeah, with the one it's one bear and he's he's taking DNA from other bears and setting it up in uh in people's countertops and refrigerators. I mean, what are they getting DNA from? Is is he is he co- is he brushing his hair with a hairbrush? Is he spitting on the floor? <laughs> is, he, yeah, he, is he cranking probably, one off with one of the other bears? It's probably slobbering on stuff and, you know, hair and whatnot. I'm Does sure. he rape the cat? Is that where you're getting the uh the nice. the DNA? All right. Gone, <laughs> gone too far there. Thank you. Sorry. Push it too far. Here's a quick question for you. This will wrap us up here. We got about, uh, what, seven to go. But I'm going to ask you a question. This is according to patch.com. This is, which is the hardest college to get into in Florida? Now, I, I, I got a picture up. If you're watching us on twitch.tv slash both mics, YouTube, what have you. Are you frozen there, Mike? No, I'm no? good. Okay. Yeah. I put a thing up. It has six logos. Uh, UCF. Is University of Central yes. Florida, Miami, the Hurricanes, Florida State, that's the Seminoles in Tallahassee, UNF, University of North Florida. I think that must be in the panhandle, I'm guessing. I think that's by me. Um, then there's UF, that's the University of Florida in Gainesville, the Gators, and then USF, that's in Tampa, that's the Bulls. Um, yeah. Which of these is the hardest to get into, do you think? I'm going to go with USF. And... Guess again. UCF. Guess again. UNF. Guess again. <laughs> let me, let me, uh, uh, Florida State. Guess again. You got two left. You got Miami or you got Florida? Now, do I, do I, do I go for the answer or do I go for the five wrong in a row? Either way, you're a winner in my book, buddy. Okay, I'm going with uh, Miami. <laughs> I, I read some of these stats and I'm like, holy crap. Now, this is as of recent because I know at the time the hardest school to get into when my son was trying to get, get into UCF at the time in 2010. It was one of the hardest ones to get into. A college education is the single largest investment many Americans will make in their lifetimes, according to Patch.com. When accounting for the interest on student loans and loss of potential income during school, the total cost of a bachelor's degree can exceed $400,000. They go on and on to say about money, money, money. Based on an index of admission rates and SAT scores, the University of Florida ranks as the hardest school in Florida to get into. In the 2021 school year, a reported 31.1% of all 48,193 applications were admitted. So you have less than a one in three chance. If you qualify 
academically. Additionally, the combined median math and critical reading SAT scores among students admitted in the fall of 2019 was a 1390 out of a possible 1600. That's a pretty good score. It's a pretty strong score. Yeah. Say under undergraduate enrollment at the University of Florida topped 34,931 as of fall 2020. There are 17 students for every faculty member on board, and the average earnings among students 10 years after enrollment stands at 65000 See, that's not enough for me, dude. To go $400,000 in debt for sixty-five grand on average after 10 years? Right. What are you doing? I get it. I mean, I, I get it. I, I, I wish, you know, that I could have. I, I got it a degree but it's not a four-year degree and it's not from the university of florida but neither here nor there i'm still a gator fan but what i'm trying to say is you don't need it necessarily i don't think look at elon musk look at look at people that i mean you could go to college and be an educated idiot i guess yeah well you, you, you gotta look at it uh, uh, one way is there's one elon musk you know and like you said there's you know six or seven people out there that are that are moving and shaking the planet, um, you know, moving us forward, and uh, yeah, <clears throat> it's all those other people that and 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 that's the thing. That sixty five thousand dollars is someone who probably pursues the career in which they got a degree in. You know, and and how many people do we know that that are a graduate of these six schools and worked with us hand in hand at the the RFC? Yeah. Well, my favorite thing is when you're talking to somebody who's all disappointed because there's there's not enough jobs in America about Chinese sociology. That's what she majored in. Yeah. There's not enough jobs about painting. Yeah, go paint the house. You know, I just and they're surprised when they get out there that the world isn't like they thought it would be. The world's much different than that. So yeah, I have an I have an ex who went to who uh, <clears throat> Florida State and. Uh, when she started school, her major was music. She played the flute. She liked playing the flute. Okay. What, what's, what's your opportunity there? Where, where do you take playing the flute? You I know? don't know. Maybe she can be uh, in some play or something with the fairies or... Uh, yeah. Uh, that's all well and good. <laughs> you know? If you don't mind doing Sunday matinees... There's, you can be part of an orchestra. Sure, you can go to Hollywood. You know, uh, the the top one percent of flute players. What do they make? Right. The, uh, so she, the so most, she switched to she she switched to social work. The people who make the most money in this country under the system, under the capitalist system, regardless of what your thoughts or beliefs are about it, all of them have one thing in common: they either own their own business or they're in sales management. That's pretty much it. You're the yep. top. You're. I mean, it doesn't take a rocket scientist sometimes to do stuff. It just takes initiative and timing and knowing an alien, I guess. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, look at the people who own, you know, the boats and the vacation homes and stuff. What do, What do they do? Mm -hmm. You know, they're self-employed yeah. or they're they're probably in a trade. Yeah. You know. Plumbers, plumbers make crazy money. I, I've paid many a plumbers and carpenters and electricians over the past few years to know that, you know, that's where it's freaking at. Unfortunately, right. you know, it's it's a it's a job that's that's looked down upon. You know, to be a, a plumber or a hey, you want to make money? Do shit no one else will do. Hey, we're out of time here. Thank you for joining wow. us. Thank you for being with us. We look forward <laughs> to getting together with you next time. Or what's the next show? Ninety seven. 97, 98. Crazy, crazy. All right, yeah. we'll talk with you next time, folks. Take care. Ciao.